0: And enjoy the podcast. All right, and welcome everyone back to the Black Psychologist Podcast. I am your humble host and clinician, Dr. Kyle Osborne, and I'm here with the one and only my co-host, Dr. Jason Coleman. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm good, my brother. How's your weekend, man?
0: It's cool, man. Like, you know, they, uh, they always go too quick. So, you know, here we are back at the top of the week, man
1: yeah man those those nets are looking dangerous right now yeah, yeah
0: how about that yeah but the question <laughs> is when does kd come back that's the question
1: if he even come back you know yeah. i mean i'm not i hope he come back but you know
0: they be uh-huh. playing two big games with these injuries i don't know man either he's getting ready to only come back in the playoffs or there's another thing that that'll be a whole different podcast
1: <laughs> yeah it's probably more likely that what you mm-hmm. said you know yeah.
0: so uh yeah we'll see man we'll see we'll definitely stay uh stay tuned for all that you know and of course to everybody appreciate everybody listening continue to watch continue to listen subscribe like comment all these other different things so i saw a couple of different comments in there i think in one of the past episodes so dr j and i will definitely be uh looking at those comments and uh we appreciate the support and some of the feedback so definitely. Uh, thank absolutely thank you absolutely so without uh further ado um, let's get into it all right All right. So um, unfortunately, um, we're starting off um, another episode Uh, right after I think we we did the most previous episode. There was another shooting that took place. We had talked about the Atlanta mass shootings last week. And uh, unfortunately, there was another mass shooting that took place in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, where unfortunately 10 people were killed. So before anything, we definitely want to show out, um, acknowledge and thoughts and prayers to the families of uh, the people that were affected, the victims and their families. So um, we definitely want to send our condolences to them. And and, then our thoughts and prayers are with them. Definitely.
1: Definitely. I mean, that's definitely a horrible event. And obviously it's uh, far too common nowadays.
0: So as information is, is coming out, um, of course, the thing that that tends to follow these mass shootings is uh, what's the bling, right? What's what contributes to someone doing this, this heinous act? And, um, you know, the defense is gathering more information on, on the status of his mental health. A lot of news outlets are um, suggesting that mental health is the cause. And uh, law enforcement are saying that the suspect or the gunman had a history of mental health. And it seems like, again, this tends to always follow when an event like this takes place, right? It's like automatically mental health, right? Check the person's mental health. This is, um, you know, this, this has got to be an issue or contributing to it. So, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about that? When, you, when these unfortunate events take place, what are your thoughts when that first thing that, that tends to pop up is, is the mental health aspect? or they tend to want to run with that narrative?
1: I mean, it depends, right? Because it depends, like for some people, like a select group of these people, it is a, you know, it might be a legitimate mental health issue, you know, but that's not really usually, not usually, but on a lot of different occasions, that's apparent when the crime is committed as well, you know, that it's a person with a mental health issue, right? Because of how they were behaving, sometimes at the time that they committed the crime, you know, but I don't think you really referring to that. I think you referring to what we really, what really comes from the media and like from lawyers, right? Because right. you have right. the lawyers that are trying to point to a mental health issue or the news organizations that are digging into the records and seeing, you know, a person was either seen or screened or whatever the case is. Mm. And then they to that. So I think those two situations have to be separated right because somebody walks into a bank god forbid you know and they're talking to themselves you know what I'm saying? and and it's and they they're following command voices in their head you know they may be behaving a, a particularly erratic way that you know leads us down that road you know what I mean mm-hmm. but unfortunately you know we've gotten into the habit where you know, we got law enforcement officers who are making that declaration in front of news cameras, right? Right, exactly. Um, so that's what I think you you kind of asking about. So that really has to kind of stop, you know? Um,
0: yeah, because I feel like it's 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 dangerous when we make accusations like that without getting additional information. Because the common question that'll pop up, and like you said, you really have to separate a lot of factors. Is that does mental illness drive these mass shootings and right. And, you know, you really have to be careful because I feel like the narrative with some of the news outlets and some of the, 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 the defense of maybe the suspects, they tend to cast blame on mental illness. And I feel like that's misplaced because we don't necessarily, one, we don't have that information. And two, you know, there, there's no psychotic disorder where the symptom is shooting other people. Right. (laughs) that's not the way it works right like you said and i feel like that it when we do jump to that conclusion without again a history of what someone has experienced in the past or without getting additional information it furthers and reinforces that stereotype of okay so people with mental illnesses they're violent right and you know, and I know that's not, that's not true. That's not the case. There are plenty of people walking around with a serious mental illness with such as schizophrenia, such as bipolar disorder, such as depression, and they don't have a single violent thought, you know, going through their head at the time. So it, you know, I feel like that's, you know, that's where we kind of get into those dangerous kind of irresponsible waters when we just all of a sudden we can just throw, you know, the mental illness label and say this is what's blaming, or this is what caused these type of shootings or these type of
1: events. I mean, just kind of piggyback on that a, a, a little bit. I think again, the problem usually is who's making that that declaration, right? Because most of the time, they're not talking about a specific, you know, uh, mental health, you know, issue or specific uh, psychological disorder, right? They're not Correct. anything specific. But what they're doing is is adding to stigma of commonly known disorders. So what they'll say is he snapped, right? He couldn't take the pressure, right? So they're going to imply that somebody had anxiety or they're going to describe depressive symptoms and then yeah. say, yeah, went and did this, right? They're going to describe his behavior over the last couple, that's, that's what they do. So it contributes to stigma, obviously, right? Because you're implying that people that have nervous breakdowns regularly go pick up guns and go kill people. That doesn't happen regularly. You know what I'm saying? Not okay. to minimize it obviously, but I'm I'm talking about the absurdity of people trying to conflate those two things. You know what I mean? Um, Cause for all we know, you know, I mean, who knows? I'm sure none of them had access to his mental health record. So everybody's speculating and what mental health issue means you could be getting treated for anxiety or you could have been had an inpatient hospitalization for two years. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What, what is, what is that mental health history? What does that mean? You know? Um, and what does it mean to to different people? So. yeah, um, I think
0: It's easy. I think it's, it's a, uh, I don't want to, I feel like it's easy for, you know, for someone just to kind of throw the mental health label at their always oh, mental illness to explain a behavior that's so deplorable. Right. It's like you're looking for a situation like what you're looking for explanation of like, okay, how can we justify or what was going on with this person that they did something so heinous? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's let's throw. Like you said, he couldn't take the pressure. He had had a bad day or he was experiencing this. So it's got to be the mental illness thing. And it's like. No, nah, it's a quick answer. Like, And you know and I know that in any type of situation, such, especially something such as this, that there are a lot more factors than just saying that, oh, someone has a mental illness or he has a history of these issues. And that's what completely drove the cause. Right. Because, you know, it goes like in in a cycle where. Unfortunately, a mass shooting takes place, and then the narrative comes where you might have some people on on one aisle saying, "Oh, gun reform, we got to get these gun laws," and then you have others saying, "Oh, well, it's not the gun laws; it's it's the mental illness. We need mental health reform." And then we kind of go around and round, and then you know these things kind of get placed in the blame, and it's so many other different factors that contribute to a situation like this. But like you said, it's for me, it's like it's a quick. It's a quick answer that that tends to get thrown out there, which is you know again like you said just reinforces this this stigma that's so harmful to people that are experiencing, or that are are, are working to manage their mental health issues.
1: Yeah, I mean, because for all we know, this dude could have, you know, planned over weeks and months, and you know, or or woke up that day and made a conscious decision to go murder these people. You know, so he has to be held responsible for that, you know what I mean? Um, And to be honest with you, I think at this point, you know, I think people, I, I think unconsciously, right, they're trying to make themselves feel better, right? Because yeah. if they can blame it on mental illness, then it's like, okay, regular regular people that I'm walking around with wouldn't do that, right? <laughs> so it's the us versus right. them again. But like, ah, I feel you, a little yeah. I feel a little safer because the people with the mental health issues did it, you know, when no, you you know what I mean? And first of all, this is the problem. I think people are dealing with it reverse problems anyway, because I do. I think people with mental health challenges, issues need help. Yeah. But 10 people are dead, right? Mm-hmm. So he needs to be held accountable for his behavior first. And then the treatment, you know, that's gonna come. You already know he's gonna have get plenty of evaluations on the yeah. states. You understand what I'm saying? So to stand for anybody to stand there the day all the people got murdered and talk about and and you know give whatever their opinion is about what his mental health you know the disorder issues could be, unless it's his therapist or his psychologist standing there doing it. Whoever did it is ignorant of whatever they were talking about. Cause they don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and again, like I said, they, the, the purpose why they're doing it is, is, is essentially, you know what I mean? To make themselves feel better or the public feel better. You know, if the police stand up there and say, oh, you know, the, the, the guy with bipolar disorder did it, then everybody else feels better, right?
0: Exactly. Like you said, you like know? there are so, so many different factors and things that are quote unquote, everyday person is you know going or like could be experiencing right that can contribute to this like you got factors like access to guns you got fight family dynamics right you got right. A person's past behavior you got whether the person might you know may have these you know is you know racism misogyny right gender and age because it seems like a lot of these mass shootings you know the demographic is that this person is young male right yeah. happens to be a certain, you know, white, all the, you know, a lot of these things, all these things have to be taken into consideration as opposed to you just saying, like someone getting up there and be like, hey, oh, yeah, person, he's schizophrenia. That's why. Right. And so, you know, it's just like you said, it just becomes really dangerous when we have so many other different things for us to you know, um, taking consideration and to kind of mitigate that them versus us. Oh, it's the, it's the crazy people. It's the people who have mental health issues. They're the ones we have to make sure that, you know, we have to watch out for. And, you know, that's not the case. So I'm hoping that more accurate information comes out. Um, and, you know, again, accountability first and foremost, also for the person, because, you know, 10 people, some people, there are a lot of lives that change that particular day. Right. That sure. were affected by these 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 killings. So um, and, you know, through all of the other information that comes out, you know, it's it's not a situation where mental health can be a single blame because, you know, mental illness is not a predictor of violence. And so that's the thing that we continue to have to, you know, educate people on. So that these misconceptions, when these situations take place, don't continue to, you know, spiral out and, you know, it unfairly gets, you know, affects people that are managing their mental health. So. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll stay tuned, you know, as far as with this information. So um, but it's unfortunate. And I'm, and I'm hoping this is not a trend that uh, continues to to accelerate as far as we go through the rest of this year. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. So um, moving down south. All right. Um, as you know, it's March. It's uh it's spring break. And uh, there are some things going on down in Miami, my friend. all right um i heard i heard yeah yeah, you heard that yeah so so as uh because it is that time of year spring break um it's warm florida is open unlike a lot of other states so you have a lot of people that are uh that are that are flocking down to miami to uh let off some steam to say you know to say the least and so what we saw over the past week is that um things got a little hectic in miami Right, I saw the video. We saw things on 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 the gram. We saw stuff on Facebook. We saw things on the news, and um, what resulted in a lot of uh, a lot a lot of negative behavior. We're gonna we're gonna label it and put it in that frame. Um, Early curfew. You probably
1: saw more. You probably saw more video than me. So enlighten me. What, what was they down there doing? All right, man. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you on
0: this. So, uh, you saw a lot of people dancing on cars. Um, you know, pussy popping, all kinds of stuff. Man, they doing. You know, things were right. overcrowded streets. Um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people were looting in and out of stores. Um, I'm not sure if Wait, that man, really whoop. got 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 uh got told about or was uh was really highlighted. A lot of people, whoop. a lot of patrons whoop, whoop. doing. I mean,
1: I didn't hear nothing about
0: that. I just Bro, listen, yo, man, listen. It was it was going down, down, down there. It was a lot but, of credit streets.
1: All in the context of spring break, though, right?
0: I mean, it's spring break season, but it's like a lot of people that were down there. I don't think we're all in school, so you see what I'm saying? Oh, but I
1: mean, but I mean, I'm it's saying It's during that, that time, though, right?
0: Yeah, That's it's spring. I mean. Yeah, it's spring break season, but you know, and I know, it's a lot of people that not all. Yeah, I, so it's Miami, also, right? So yeah. it's down there. They're open, and so things got out of hand these past few days down there. And um, so yeah, it was a lot of people. They were on top of cars. They were in the streets. They, you know, running in and out of restaurants and all kinds of all kinds of stuff, man. Um, and so what the uh, Miami Dade police and the law enforcement down there is that one that they enforced a an early curfew at like eight p.m. on a Saturday. Um, okay. They had street closures. They were closing parking lots. They were firing pepper balls into the street or into crowds. Um, it wasn't a tank that they brought in, but I know it was like one of those heavily like armored vehicles. I don't know what the, the, the correct labelization or the term is, but it was heavy artillery. So um, so that's went down. A lot of people were got arrested. People got hurt in stampedes and, and other different things. So things, it was very chaotic to say the least, right? Right. Uh, so NCAA officials uh, had some concerns because they argue that the city's amped up uh, police press presence and the aggressive enforcement sends an unwelcoming messaging towards black visitors so the question that you know I'm posing is it did race play a role in all of this right mm-hmm. so what are your what are, what's your take on that
1: um I mean, when you're talking about policing, you know what I mean? And you're talking about massive crowds and events like that, it always plays a role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, now, right now with this incident, I mean, it always plays a role. So the question is like, how big of a role did it play? Right. So that's what you're asking. Right. Um. Uh, I mean, listen, let me be, well, first let's talk about the question, right? Yes, it played a role, right? Obviously it played a role, Right. right. Um, the only thing, well, one of the problems I had with this was obviously people's behavior. That's one thing that you could talk about, but I'm not talking about the people's behavior, right? We're talking about whether race played a role and it was firing what? Pepper balls at them, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at that and then I look at the jan- the the, ca- the January 6th storm in the Capitol. Right. And I would look at how long it took. For the police to respond with that level of force pepper balls right it took a very long time like people had to commit treason you understand what i'm saying
0: yeah
1: bitten treason standing on top of cars you understand what i'm saying it took them hours for all of that type of response i know it ain't taking my miami pd that long so that's a big problem, right? Obviously, but that's my answer. Um, But we can go back to the logic. Do I think, I don't think the whole event was logical anyway. I don't think it should have been a spring break, right? Because, but see, that's what, this is the thing, right? So, and I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you take it, right? So I think race definitely played a role, but I don't think the event should have happened, right? Because the city set they set that environment because what they did was they wanted the revenue from all of those people mm-hmm. they wanted the hotel revenue the taxi revenue the eatery revenue the bar revenue and then they want to say go home at eight o'clock are you crazy that's not going to happen in miami no. you know and it's not going to happen for spring break so either you want the revenue or you want to COVID protocols right in order but you can't have both you know so my my answer is like, what do you expect? Well, what do you think? No,
0: I definitely feel that um, I believe that race played an issue um, in no way or form or fashion. Am I condoning the activity that was going on down there as far as any laws being broken, people getting hurt, things of that nature? I mean, because, you know, bad behavior is bad behavior. You're breaking laws, all kinds of things. Right. So that's what it is. No way am I condoning that at the same time. I do agree with you. Like I agree. The first thing when I saw this taking place, and I'm like, wow, they, they're really going, they're going really heavy on on some of these um on, on the on the pedestrians, on the people down there, is that I saw a lot less enforcement in January, right? Now, I get it. This is Washington and one is is in Miami, but at the same time, like I saw a completely different reaction where people had to give made their way inside the Capitol. Right. Bro. So that was my thing. And I'm like, I didn't see any of that. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to. I understand because like the Miami Dade police are saying, oh, we were police in conduct and so and so forth. Yeah. Did did the shit get out of control? It did. Absolutely. However, there are a lot of different ways for you to manage that i'm not going to sit here and say and act like i'm a sheriff and i'm law enforcement and i'm sure you know things again got out of hand however the manner in which that aggressive type of behavior in law enforcement was you know it, and it wasn't like at least from what i saw it wasn't like the crowd was was pushing back at them but like you said like 8 p.m on a saturday like and Yo. like you said you set the tone for that right you you set the playing field for all these people to come down and spend money and now you're like, well, hey, we didn't this is getting out of hand. Why are so many people here? Let's br- bring in bring in this aggressive force that we have to do to get these folks out of here.
1: Let me ask you a question. If you own a club, right, and it holds a thousand people, right, you own it. You don't. You get all the money at the end of the night, mm-hmm. right? Off the bar, off the dance floor, everything, right? If person A is in there and they get trampled, right? Who's held responsible? Whether they being rowdy or not, whether they in the mosh pit or not, if they get trampled and they get hurt, who's getting sued and who's paying? I don't know, you're right. You know who. Right. Why? Because the day before the party, it doesn't matter what happened. The day before the party, you knew it was going to be a thousand people in there. Right. So what? your job to do what? To prepare, Right with security, right, Mm -hmm. with with VIP sections, right, with limiting the capacity, right? So you think, how many years they've been doing spring break? Exactly. Right, so why are we blaming the people? It only happens, and this is why race is involved, right? Because Mm -hmm. it only happens because it's us down there. Any other part of the country if if the kids get out of control, they're going to be talking about firing police for allowing them to get out of control, right? So, but so this is listen. Are people responsible for their behavior? Yes, but why is there a focus on? Because I saw the video of the girls dancing on the car, uh, I, and the more you talk about it, I talk about it, the less the less moved I am by it because. I, I I now I'm starting to think everybody is seeing the same video. <laughs> you, you understand
0: what I mean? Like you said, the key word is the preparation. You knew that this was going to happen. Miami yeah, yeah. has been has been overcrowded more than that pre COVID. You see what I'm saying? Don't, like you 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 know, and I know what, what what Miami looks like at that certain time. Hell, you know what Miami looks like Memorial Day weekend. So yeah, don't tell my- me. <laughs> you see to be like you 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 set the table and preparation could have been put
1: forth, uh, bro. Don't blame the people out there. If you don't want them dancing on cars, right? If there was, if there was a police presence in them, I'm not saying I want police everywhere, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if they had prepared the environment so that people couldn't congregate in the street and dance on cars, they wouldn't be doing it. Right? So they didn't prepare the environment, obviously, because they weren't talking about there was a that there was a takeover in Miami Beach. They just talking about people was wild. And we don't want you to come here, So that's the thing. Like, Stop moving. You can't just move the goalposts. It's the city's responsibility for being prepared. They're not going to give none of that money back. They want all the money. But they don't want any of the responsibility for providing the safe experience and maintaining the safety of the participants. Man, get out of here. Yeah.
0: They also didn't shut things down the following day. They didn't say, well, you know what? All stores and and clubs are closed.
1: Because they want the money exactly they
0: want money
1: they, of course they always want right. our money they even I, like I'm not trying to be funny I'm, I'm I'm sure quiet is kept they even appreciate the money from the arrests and the tickets that's true
0: yeah you got a bill yeah All was, yeah so uh so absolutely so um that's unfortunate um i'm I'm hoping that it, you know people that were hurt hopefully they're okay however like you know and I know like we just discussed that there was um there's definitely a lot more factors present and uh, that could have been avoided. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah. So we'll all right. So uh,
0: COVID, COVID nineteen. As, as we, we uh, <laughs> as as we've discussed previously, unfortunately, you know, COVID, the pandemic is present. Right, it's always going to be the most salient thing or and topic as we we continue to go forward because this is our existence. Right, it's here. And so you have a lot of different organizations. You have a lot of businesses. You have a lot of different areas that are trying to figure out how to move forward, you know, in a, in a healthy manner with uh, either their employees, with, you know, with their customers, students, whatever. So now we're looking at Rutgers University just recently in um, or they have the notion where they're going to go forward this fall with letting students back on campus. However, what Their plans are is that they are saying that all students have to be vaccinated in order for them to set foot on campus. So you can still enroll. Like if you don't, if you aren't vaccinated, you can still enroll and take the online courses and and things of that nature. However, if you want to take in person courses, if you want to come in and be on campus and things, uh you have to get vaccinated. So they're making that mandatory. All right. Mm -hmm. What's your take on
1: that? I mean, I think it's a good idea, but I don't really think vaccination is is controversial. So, you know, my position isn't the same as as other people. So I respect people that disagree with me. But again, they got a student positivity rate between 60 and 70 percent. I wouldn't send my kid on that campus unless it was vaccinated. It's, It's a similar situation to the public schools now. Right. It's the exact same reason why there's no kids in school right now or they're in hybrid because the parents don't feel comfortable. Right. So when I when you know, you could be comfortable in knowing that everybody that's on campus is vaccinated or the students. And yeah, I would. Uh, I think it's a good thing. In addition to all the other things they do. You know, what do you sure. think?
0: No, I feel like um I like the thought process. Um, I feel like any any steps that you can take or any initiatives you can put forward um to keep people safe, to keep, you know, like you said, because of the rates are so high, I say I'm all I'm all for it. You know, I've I've read some mixed reactions and you know, oh, again yeah. I had to kind of step back and say, Well, you know what, like I'm pro, you know, vaccination and so I'm okay with it. And then also I'm not in school, right?
1: What was um so was the point of view they
0: was presenting so there were points some people of course were are thinking like it's it's um you know it's hinging on their rights it's um you know some people again right
1: right to do what i guess
0: you know their freedom you know some people don't want to get vaccinated but they still want to go to school they feel like they should have the right not to do so and and you know things of that nature and you know like hey i you know that school of thought again like you said People have the the freedom and have the right to disagree based off of whatever their experiences are. So what I did, you know, I said, you know what, let me step back because I know where I stand and I feel like it's a good idea. But I'm all again, I'm not a student. So I said, you know, what, I know a couple college students, you know, I know one or two that I'm pretty close with. And uh, I was like, you know what, let me reach out. Let me reach out to, you know, baby girl who is a uh, a freshman at a, at a PWI. And, you know, she she's on campus. And so I said, you know, what? let me touch base and kind of gauge what the temperature would be from a student's perspective. Right. And I was like, hey, reach out to a couple of your friends, see what their thought process is. Right. In case, you know, the school that she's at is not I don't think they're going forward with this initiative, but just to kind of see like, hey, if this were your school, like, what would your thoughts be? So, you know, her personal feeling was, you know, she's kind of on the fence. She's not anti-vaccine or vaccination, but she's just like, you know, she wants to get more information about it. She would be, long story short, she said she would go with it. Like, if they were to mandate it, she would go ahead and do it because she wants to be on campus, right? So she's like, also, she brought up the point like, well, she was like, in a lot of schools, a lot of immunizations and vaccinations are required anyway for you to be on campus so she's like you know i guess it wouldn't make any difference if they made the the you know the covid vaccination mandatory and she's like you know she said she understands why they would do it and it would be a good thing you know but she'd be like ah eh, she's what did she say she said she'd be she would be low-key mad but she would go forward with it anyway right so i'm like all right well reach out to the rest of your friends see how you feel so the majority of her friends and she asked about five or six people in her, her close friend group, um, then that they were all cool with it. Right. So a couple, I'll read a couple of responses. Cause she sent me the text. She said, uh, some of them are already on board with getting the vaccine anyway. So even if the school were to do that, they're already on board with getting it. A lot of them are looking at it from, Hey, well, if we get the vaccine, then that means it's safer to be up here. That means things will be more open because you know, it's more healthier atmosphere. And so um, you know, they'll be on board with that because they you know how kids are. Listen, you know, whatever makes things open up more so they can do more, yeah. they're all with, right? Now, a couple of them did say even though they're for it, they know that it's going to probably be some outrage because you are going to have a population or a certain percentage of students that are like, yo, they don't want to do it. They don't like being forced to do something. Mm-hmm. You know. But at least from this temperature, um, they They, can still
1: go to school, though. They can still go online. They still got the option
0: to go online. Yeah, so they would still have to go online. So they still have that option, right? But, you know, a lot of people, they want to be on campus. They want to be, you know, they want to be out there. They want to be live a college life. So, you know, at least from this small sample group, um, they would be in favor of it. You know, they'd be cool. They know some people will be upset, but they'd be cool with it because, they, either they're already planning on getting it and they want things to be open. So if they can, whatever it'll take to, to get like more stuff open on campus, they'd be cool with.
1: Listen, I know a lot of people have a hard time understanding this but and it, because a lot of this has become political and emotional but it's right. a reason why I can't smoke cigarettes in the movie theater. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I can't smoke cigarettes in the movie theater because research doesn't show that it could give you cancer. So I could go smoke cigarettes outside, right? Because I can go kill myself if I smoke cigarettes. It's the same thing with COVID. You can't go on campus without a vaccination because you have the right to put yourself at risk, but you don't have the right to go to school around other people and infect them. You understand? I'm getting vaccinated. It's very simple. So you don't, nobody's saying that you have to get vaccinated. But if you want to come in here, You got to get vaccinated because those same people, they'll apply that logic when they go in the Wawa because they want a sandwich that bad. So no matter what they believe, they'll put on a mask and go in a Wawa because they want to get a sandwich. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to learn on campus, then you get vaccinated. If you don't, then you learn over your computer. It's very simple But people (laughs) want to attach emotion to it. But it's very it's a very simple concept you know what i'm saying because if we were just allowed to do whatever we want then you know what i'm saying again you could smoke cigarettes in the movie theater
0: i agree bro so i mean and i think that's kind of the the, the mind or the thought process that you know at least the kids um that got back to me or through through trend for the same thing they want to come to school listen Get vaccinated. So, so shout out to um the mac and cheese group for uh participating in that small uh, research sample. You know, Appreciate that. You know
1: what though? I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you a question. What's up? Because the controversial part of this story what to me was um I don't know if you caught it, but they said that the, the professors they didn't have to get vaccinated. Yeah, I, I didn't understand so, that. So, yeah, and I didn't understand it either. So <laughs> if we're we gonna be honest.
0: But that that might come down to, I think, more of the, the employment things. Right. So I think it's different as far as student body. I think it's more I think it's foolproof for them to say, hey, we we need students that are coming from all different areas and so on and so forth. I think they're cool as far as legally imp- like policy. I think it's more of mm-hmm. the employment things Now you know, and I know when it comes to administrative and employment regulations and unions and whatever else. I think that's where the issue is coming from. I don't don't know if Rutgers is able to mandate it because the, the employee aspect. So
1: you're talking about a problem with enforcement, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I feel like it should be uniform. Right. So my, my thing would be, if you're allowing one teacher to come on that campus without being vaccinated with a mask and teach a class then all the students should be allowed to come on there without a mask. You, you, do you understand where I'm going with this? No, I, yeah, you because know,
0: because it, it definitely leaves open for Pandora's box. Like, you can't say, oh, for, for the students, but then you can have a, a teacher or a professor bringing that in. You can't do that.
1: Knock it off. Come on. We're not fools. and yeah. listen, Students aren't fools either, so if that is the policy, they're going to have a big issue with that mm-hmm. very quickly, because how do they know that I mean, they can't be any more confident that the teacher that has a mask on, you know, is infected himself and isn't touching things and blah, 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 blah. You know,
0: that's true. Yeah. They're going to have to uh, make that more, uh, you know, tight. Get that situated because they're, they're definitely, like you said, have a lot of problems. All right. So moving on real quick. Article came across your desk about uh, who drinks responsibly. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, so uh, so surprising study actually investigated the relationship between personality and alcohol use. Found that neuroticism was associated with more problematic alcohol consumption. Surprisingly, they also said that uh, you know consciousness and agreeableness were strongly or more strongly related to three categories of alcohol misuse and neuroticism. So, right. uh, what do you what are your thoughts about that?
1: I mean, listen, you know the first part of the of the article wasn't really too surprising because you know when you start talking about people depressed angry volatile don't really know how to deal with stress you know maladaptive coping strategies and then the the, the, the what they were measuring like risky behavior personal I could see there being yeah. you know a relationship there you know what I mean to me I guess the more interesting part of it was when they started talking about the conscientiousness you know and the agreeableness part of it you know mm. the, um only because like i honestly like i i guess anecdotally the most responsible people i know or not not the most responsible people let me say that the most conscientious people right so the most organized you know self-controlled people they aren't they weren't necessarily the people that i knew that drank the the least because a lot of those people and again this is anecdotally You know, opposite of what the study said, but a lot of a lot of those people, when they got in certain environments, they were kind of let go, let loose, you know, a lot, you know. So that to me was. I don't want to say surprising, because in general, of course, how we can see how somebody that's more responsible, you know, organized self-control, why how they could go, you know, in an environment, you know, and be the designated driver, of course. I'm kind of more talking like anecdotally. That's why it was interesting to me because I I've seen a lot of people, whether it be doctoral programs, master's programs, you know, where kind of the most reserved, kind of more responsible person you thought in the cohort they, they, is like, yeah, they, we have a party, and they all of a sudden you know, they, like, they
0: got they got the punch bowl on their head, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like yeah. you know, so they they that, they
0: getting lit, yeah,
1: right. So that part of it was a little. Um, you know, that part of it was, you know, interesting to me. But well, I, I kind of had another question I wanted to get your, your opinion on. But what do you think of the article in
0: general? Um, first, I mean, I, I think it's intuitive. Like, you know, like you said, it, it makes sense. Um, like you said, people who are already kind of struggling in, in those areas would. Yeah, they're going to be more impulsive. They're definitely going to have the, the, you know, the, 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 the issues with tolerance and things of that nature. So that makes sense. Um, environment like you said i feel like that really has is a is an imperative factor because it depends like you said if you're around comfortable people whether you're the most responsible person in your professional life i feel like you said you'll let loose right so environment to me has a big role or is a big factor that i feel like as far as you know the I guess if you wanna talk about the amount of but then I guess in the article they also talked about you know misuse, and of course, a lot of times misuse and other different things are measured by the result of drinking, right, so if you're drinking in a manner that you have you know negative consequences or or results from drinking, then yeah, of course, then you know the the folks that are have the higher skill than neuroticism are are gonna of course be drinking more. I feel like environment has a lot to do with it, you know, so ask, around people, you know, you know how that'll go.
1: So let me ask you this, because this is the part of the, the article I really wanted to ask you about. So they were talking about the responsibility to companies. Right. Mm. So this this study kind of established that. So we got conscientious people, they organized, responsible. So they're more likely to be designated drivers. They're more likely to have one and sit down. Right. You know, agreeable people, trusting, cooperative. They're more going to be worried about, you know, if I go out, be re- irresponsible, I might hit somebody, they might have one or two drinks, go call an Uber. right The problem is that obviously the people who have the neuroticism, right? So they were talking about the responsibility of the companies and they were saying, would it make a difference? Well, this is what they were saying first, that the companies say drink responsibly and leave it as a blanket statement. But they were saying if they were to operationalize that for each particular product, like, jack daniels you know i like whiskey so if they're like jack daniels Mm. for our product we recommend that you have if you 200 pounds we recommend that you have two and a half drinks and then call the uber or sit down they're saying that instead of leaving it as drink responsible they would operationalize it okay bud light you can have three three and a half and then you gotta sit down Would, would would it make a difference with this first group would they just be wasting ink and airtime, you know, or what? What do you think?
0: Yeah, with the neuroticism group, yeah, I definitely feel like they'd be wasting ink. But I feel like you'd be wasting ink regardless, kind of <laughs> over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Brother. the factor that that's, that that they probably don't discuss is that the people that are experienced there are agreeable, that are more conscious, so on and so forth. I think those are the folks that maybe kind of think long term. So it's more like, okay, I have, all right, uh, I have a lot to lose, right? I'm in school, I'm working, all these different. So I'm gonna put things. I'm the preparation that we talked about a couple topics ago, right? So you, you, someone like someone such as ourselves, right? Who've worked hard to get where we are right? Yeah. We're going to go to a party. We're going to let loose, but maybe we're also kind of thinking like, all right, if I do, or if I am, there are going to be some measures put in place, right? right like right. I know I'm going to call the Uber. Or I know I'm going to be sleeping there. I'm going to, I'm not going to do anything, even though I'm going to go get plastered, right? That it's going to possibly put me in a vulnerable position where I could lose everything that I, I've worked hard for. True. Right, So I feel like I don't know if it's so much on the, OK, yeah, it says drink responsibly. You know, the re- only reason why that's put up there is so, you know, they got to cover themselves as far as that goes. Right. However, I feel like even if we're we're going to drink, and we're going to go hard. But it's like other measures that we've already kind of put in place so things don't get out of hand where it's going to affect the other other part of our life. Right. Where I mean, I think with the neuroticism folks or that group. I mean, they're going to go hard and maybe they're not putting as much measures aren't being put in place and they're just kind of going, going ham. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, that's, that's so, kind of my thought process. There you go. You got it from Dr. Kyle. If, you know, you, you got to make friends with somebody who's conscientious or agreeable. You know,
0: that's it. That's what you got to do, man. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Make better. laughs> if
0: you're going to go to a party, make sure you <laughs> That's it. Listen, guys, look, man, you know, people are just, you know, a little, I don't know. Maybe I think the thought process is more is more laid out. It's more um, as far as maybe the people in that group where they're not going to have those results. Right. When they do drink or even if they're not drinking responsibly and in, in whatever sense that may be framed. And, you know, they're not going to have as many. The disaster results aren't going to be as you know, plenty for or, or you know, has a higher quality or quantity as maybe the folks in the other group. No, that's fact. that's, that's just, fact. just what I'm thinking, you know, but I don't know. Are you reading the drink responsibly thing? I mean, I'm not.
1: I mean, no, I mean, you know, I, 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 I mean I'm no. going to be responsible, but I'm not. If I'm they not. were if they were to put that on the bottom, on the box, like, you know, one to two is recommended, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, they,
0: I mean, you know, it's reactive. If something happens, you know, they will put something like that on the bottle right. or on the chart someplace if an, unfortunate, if it's an outlier event happens where somebody and then they get sued and, and so right. on and so forth. But no one's reading that, you know I mean? Right. Yeah. But they got to do what they got to do. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I asked the
1: question, man. Don't kill the
0: messenger. Hey, know? man, listen, bro. Look, man, they, they want to put the BMI chart up there, they can do that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it while I'm putting it in recycling bing. I, I that's cool. I'll do it. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, man. Anything else um that came across your desk that we should we should get into before we roll out this drink?
1: Uh no, I don't really have nothing else, my brother, but um, you know, just just um you know, we gonna we got some relationship stuff coming up very soon, you know. So that that's right? yeah.
0: what's what the people have been asking for.
1: I mean, yeah, a couple. <laughs> couple requests to talk about some relationship you know stuff with psychology and you know we're gonna we're gonna do that very soon as we talked about so that's about it all but, right
0: cool I mean I'm excited about that uh you know we all got relationships so whether they be you know your your personal relationships with your, your spouse your partner or with the, your friendships or your family like it's it's definitely something uh that needs to be addressed and talked about so I'm uh, I'm excited about that yeah
1: yeah we got that coming up so Again, thank you everybody who took the time to listen. Please like, share, comment, and that's all we got this week.
0: All right, couldn't say it better, my uh, myself. Appreciate you uh, coming through, Doctor J. With we do our thing, as we inform the people. Keep listening, keep watching, y'all. Appreciate the support.
1: All right, bro. Later. All right. Bro.